Pink Bubble. It's just us. That's a great intro. Alright, so we're gonna just jump right in. And since we're talking about like diversity and culture today, I really wanted to hit I don't know which one of you would like to start, but like on your kind of like ethnic or racial backgrounds, however you choose to identify, and then your cultural background, like, you know, you do have your race and your ethnicity, but then what culture were you really surrounded by as a child and then going into young womanhood and young adulthood and to now? Mm-hmm. See, mine's a big old mix. That's why, like, when I talk about, like, my background and ethnicity, I'm normally just, I just say mutt. Because it's, like, I, I, I identify as, like, white. Because, like, I grew up in a white household. And, like, I don't know Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. I don't talk with my uh, Hispanic side of the family. Or at least not, uh, more or less I do recently. But not as a child. So, mine's kind of all over the place. So, maybe Raylene should start. <laughs> <laughs> mine's all over the place, too. Kind of. Uh, well... I'm kind of the same situation mm-hmm. like I'm I am white I was raised in a white household mm-hmm. uh but I am also a mutt mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh it's like growing up it was a little bit saddening not to be uh mm-hmm. connected with that side of the family as well as you know I could have been yeah um I although I was very um how do you say just like I was very, I am very close with my family, with mm-hmm. my Hispanic family, both sides and whatnot, but um, connecting them, connecting with them on, you know, that cultural level, um, it's, it's a bit different. So I am, I like to say the word violently mixed. Um, I don't mean <laughs> that in like a wrong or like negative connotation. I'm just very mixed. Like my skin tone is one that you don't usually see. Um I'm half black and that we actually recently found out half black half a quarter white an eighth Mexican and an eighth Native American even though it still eats like technically is a quarter Mexican my great-grandmother we found out was a hundred percent Apache so that's really cool it's wow. a cool like little new thing we learned um but like culturally I grew up really interesting because my mom is white passing So she's like half white, half Mexican. So it was like we, you know, we had these elements of Mexican culture like always intertwined. But there's always these like issues and things like she didn't understand that I would go through. And then on like the African American black culture, because I'm not African American because I'm not from Africa. Mm -hmm. So from the black culture side, it was like interesting because my dad's from the South, but we live in Southern California. So we like have like Southern food and things like that. But it really wasn't like it was this very like interesting mixed culture. And I think a lot of it does have to attribute to region, like, with Southern California. And I think that, like, affected a lot of things. And there's a lot of things, like, on the black side that I haven't done or on the Mexican side. Like, I didn't have quince or any of that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, make it really interesting. And, like, it wasn't up until maybe, like, two, three years ago that it really started getting invested into that kind of thing. I see. Uh, see, I um, I grew up in a white household. I identify as white. But I'm also um, – I see – it's all over the place, but I uh, I am part Puerto Rican, mostly white. Uh, that's from my dad's side. I just now recently have been in touch with my uh, Hispanic side of the family, and they're super supportive. Like really, really trying to educate me on like what I don't know, and they speak they speak Spanish and uh, all sorts of stuff. But um, I would love to dive into my culture a lot more. I think I'm gonna start doing that more or less when I get like more into adulthood. But uh, yeah, like I grew up hanging around my uh, best friend Sam Morales and she her whole house like it was all Spanish speaking and I went to an all Spanish church for a couple of years so like culture wise like in that I felt like I was pretty rich and it was nice but um 
yeah, I don't have much experience. I'm pretty whitewashed. <laughs> so, touching on, like, culture and experience, outside of your family, how has your experience been trying to, like, integrate with cult- with your culture and people from the culture you choose to identify with been? Because I know for me it's been really interesting. So, mm-hmm. I want to know, like, have you had, like, interesting experiences or has it been good or bad or, like, you know, how's that gone for you? I think um, with, uh, for me... Not being able to speak Spanish has been, like, a little, like, constricting because then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm Latina. And then then people expect me to speak Spanish. And then it's like, I don't. I'm really sorry. So then, like, a lot of people doubt because <laughs> I'm, I'm pasty. <laughs> so a lot of people doubt that I'm um, even Mexican at all. But uh, so in experience, it's been very little. But um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Raylene. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I have kind of basically the same experience as you, mm-hmm. um, where uh, I am, I am white. I'm half white. Uh, well, no, I'm not half white. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> I'm more, I'm more Hispanic than I am white, but I am very, very white passing. Um, so I don't have any experiences with that, or mu- many experiences with that. Um, I grew up in a white household um a lot of well my living situation was a little bit different um I grew up with my great grandma in my household with my great grandma my grandparents and my parent and my mom so I got the Mexican food a lot and I also got the Italian food a lot um so it was it was a nice mix of um like of that um it hasn't had much experience uh you know right now but i would like maddie said i would like to get in tune to that a lot more um because i think it's very important considering uh a lot of especially now a lot of people don't have a lot of voice and me as a white passing latina i can hispanic personally i can i can help and i want to help but I need to learn a lot more first and able to like to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> OK, so for me, it's been really interesting because I have hung out with like I genuinely have a lot of like Mexican friends and like would hang out with them a lot. And there's always been this like in like uh, interesting like dichotomy of where like to me. I know that I'm, like, Mexican and black. Like, that's you, when people ask me, like, what's my race, I usually just say Afro-Latina. Mm. It's the closest to the truth. It's easier without all that explanation. But it's always been, up until, like, now, there's always been this issue of, like, well, you're not really black and you're not really Mexican. Mm. And you kind of speak Spanish. And, like, I can understand when someone's speaking. But it was just kind of, like, you know, so I grew up in the culture. I cook the foods. Like, I, you know, now I can braid hair, like, if I wanted to, mm. like, so there's these things and these aspects of the culture that like I am a part of and know, but there was also this kind of like pushback where you're not, you're not really us and you're not really us. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of there, like being, mm-hmm. because it's like, on the Mexican culture I look black, but in the black culture I'm light skinned. So it's like, there's this just always been this like weird trying to blend. And then now as an adult, I think a lot of it just had to do with like immaturity in public school because as an mm-hmm. adult it's been way easier. And people have been more open and I'm appreciative of that. And like, I very much am a champion for like social justice and like racial rights and all those things. But it's like really hard to do sometimes when you feel excluded from the culture that you identify with. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. 
Yeah, and I feel like that's, like, a lot of people's feelings. And it's, like, mm-hmm. hard, especially if you don't, like, solely grow up in that nucleus of, you know, Mexican culture or black yeah. culture. And where it's blended, sometimes it, there's these, like, quote-unquote, like, gray areas that are really hard to, like, navigate out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, a throughout, like, a, my childhood a lot, it was almost, like, you're not a real Hispanic. And it's, like, you're almost, like, a poser. And it's, like, oh, yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> In a sense, you kind of, like, start believing it because it's like, yeah, I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, I don't eat Mexican food every day. Yeah, I don't do all of these things. But it's like, I would like to identify with my um, with my ethnicity and, like, dive more into it. But I've always felt that kind of, like, push away from it because it's like, no, you're really not Mexican. You're white. Like, you need to, like, check your privilege and you need to stay in your lane. And it's like, that's what I've been doing for so long. But it's like, I want, like, I acknowledge my privilege. I'm extremely white passing and I need to, but I also am extremely ignorant on my culture. And I need to uh, educate myself. And I recognize that. <laughs> so uh, my question is now, like, you know, growing up with mom. So, like, it seems like for Maddie, I know for sure your mom is white, yes. really. And I know your mom's white passing. Is she, I don't mm-hmm. know if she's Mexican or not. She's I think half. She's, she's, yeah. Because mm-hmm. of her last name. I know that from her last name. My mom is white passing as well. And I think that's sometimes, like, a really interesting thing to, like, try to find your culture. And as a young woman, you're usually cl- closer to your mother than you are your father. And sometimes, mm-hmm. like, for me, I know 100%. My dad being black and my mom being white, it, like, caused a lot of issues because, like, I wasn't understanding like, how to go through life. And my mom, like, didn't know how to do my hair and, like, all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew how to do parts of it, but it was just this, always, like, this issue and this pushback. And, like, I remember for a period of time I would say, like, I'm just black because, like, that's what I looked like. Like, that's what I was told that I was. Like, well, you're black. Like, it doesn't matter that you're mixed. Like, you're just one and now i know like you're not just one mm-hmm. but it always like causes this kind of like issue or kind of like tension and i want to know like did you ever experience that with your own mother or something along those lines see the only thing with me is that like i would tell people like yeah i'm hispanic and then they meet my mom and be like no you are not but <laughs> mine is very circumstantial because uh my dad did leave at a very young age so i was like kind of like it was almost like forced to be like you need to be next to your mom and my dad was kept from me so it was almost in a sense that culture was kept from me as well so uh the only thing was like that i noticed was the struggle with my white mom was uh she really did not know how to do bella's hair because bella's hair is very curly very um in that sense so it was very frizzy all the time and like my hair was always very easy i have very straight hair and um yeah, that was the only thing is, is, like, I was kept from my culture because of, like, pr- parent issues. So, uh, that's probably the only struggle that I faced, really. I, I don't have much, uh, I don't, I'm not oppressed. I'm not, like, in no, any sort no, of no, way. No, no. Yeah. So. No, that's not what I was, like, going for. Oh, I see, like, I see. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just asking, like, you know, like, just, like, issues, like, with your mom, like, when you try to explore your culture, is there ever, like, a pushback or? Um, yeah, when I was, like, trying to explore it, she was just, just as uneducated as I was. So, it was almost like, uh, I had no source to go to to ask questions because my mom didn't have the answers so yeah it was just i just couldn't do it because i didn't have anywhere to ask um i haven't had any really uh pushback with uh trying to like learn my cultural background because um growing up i've never really asked Mm -hmm. um my mom is definitely white passing uh she's half hispanic and um i i don't know i've never really um had any questions or anything about it because um i spent a lot of time with my white family um and then so i kind of had the same situation as you where my dad left at a very young age Mm -hmm. um father sorry 
my dad came into my life when I was four years old and uh, he is he's Mexican. Mm-hmm. And so I've had I haven't really had like a missing uh, piece of culture because that's because he was there um, kind of to very rarely talk to me in Spanish, uh, just like very snippets or when I ha- had my first Spanish class, he would help me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing really uh, significant um that i've had like troubles with my mom uh just because like every time he would it it's kind of funny looking at my family because uh looking at a picture of all of us a lot of us are white passing um which is interesting but as opposed to problems i've we've never really come across them which i do recognize um and that's why i said what i said before about wanting to educate myself about the cultural background and any issues that the people with darker skin tones do face see a lot of my culture came from babysitters because my mom she worked a lot but a lot of my uh, babysitters they were all spanish-speaking mostly hispanic and like we got a babysitter from like the bowling alley playroom because we just trusted her like my mom trusted her with our with our lives and like (laughs) she was she was great. She was a very good source of, like, education for me. I, as a kid, again, didn't ask very many questions because I didn't quite understand it, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that experience was very culturally rich for me. Like, I do – I am grateful for that. Like, because, <laughs> like, uh, my mom did touch on the subject with me. She was like, you did speak Spanish. Like, you understood it as a child. And, like, uh, like when your babysitter would speak to you, like, you completely understood it. But, like, she regrets not pushing it and not having us, like, keep that skill. So, like, a lot of my um, experience with culture is, like, from outside sources. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, final question. This episode's a little baby episode, but mm-hmm. it's not too bad. I think it just ranged very much. In <laughs> um, is kind of, like, where do you see yourself going now? Like, now that you know what you know, now that you've gone through what you've gone through, you know, like, what's the next step? Like, you know, like, why, like is it learning the language? Is it mm-hmm. learning the cook the food like what's the kind of like next steps for you or where you want to go for me oh sorry (laughs) for me personally my next step is I want to get in touch with my uh Hispanic side of the family I would love to learn how to cook the food because every time I go there their food is amazing and if I can get like (laughs) recipes from my auntie Donna like oof and then um obviously learning the language because it is like super helpful in southern california and like just like in general knowing the language is super helpful like spanish uh because i already have like asl under my belt so i just need to get that other one that says already really helpful especially for jobs um but yeah getting back in contact with my family trying to learn as much as possible from them from like what i missed out on in my younger years that's my next step Um, I would say for me, my next step, um, would be learning the language. Um, that's something that I've wanted to do for years. I did take the classes in high school, but (laughs) if you don't practice it every day and you don't actually use the language, it's not going to stick. And that's exactly what happened to me. And, uh, I regret it definitely very much so regret it. And so I want to relearn it and I, uh, really want to like, push myself to learn it and use it every day which I can with my dad at home I can with my grandma like uh there's opportunities there I just need to take the step to take those opportunities and use them um and then as also would be learning about my background and learning just anything that I can which I do have a family reunion coming up 
which is from my great grandparents, everyone down. So it is wow. going to be a giant Travis <laughs> family reunion, and I'm so friggin' excited. Uh, but I'm definitely going to take all that I can get there, recipes, anything. It's if I have a chance to. If I had any chance in the world to learn more about myself and more about my background and my family, it would be then. And so I'm I'm excited for that. To add to that before, I would also, uh, for my next step, I want to do the 23andMe because, like, I always say, like, yes. I'm a oh, mutt. Yes, like, very much so I want like, to. I'm a mutt, but I, like, I would love to know, like, the exact, like, what exactly, like, is my ethnicity? And that's, I think that's kind of where I fall short because I don't know where to go from there if I don't exactly know what I need to be exploring, what I need to be uh, researching. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely another, a big step for me to do. What about you, Katie? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so my goal kind of is like, I luckily, my parents did get divorced when I was younger and now we're separated again. Um, but uh, I have and still do have access to a lot of parts of my culture internally, right, with my family and all of that externally i don't really like especially in southern california the majority of the population is mexican or white which is totally fine like that's cool Mm -hmm. so my friends (laughs) like everyone can attest that i think my next goal is kind of doing what i'm doing now which is just collecting stories like asking people like what did you do like what is your life like like what you know what was this like for you culturally or you know talking just really talking to people getting to know like what their culture is like because i think as specifically as a black american there's a lot of like not necessarily like ugly pieces of history it's just kind of like jumbled and it's hard to talk about and so then when you really get into culture and stuff you're really only going back like 30 40 years Mm -hmm. before it really just getting gets to this like (laughs) place where you're just like uh so like you know just figuring out like where are you from like what do you do like what is your life like and like what's that like for you also uh there's a lot of bits and pieces of history that have been covered up because of just how awful they've been so it's like it's it's quite difficult to um, do that. I didn't even get to touch on the subject about my mom and my stepdad. Like, that's a whole different, like, experience for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it, like an interracial couple. Like, that's, it's been uh, extremely humbling. Because, like, my mom to has see faced. stuff that happens. Yeah, my mom has faced a lot of, um, uh, like, oddly enough, like, she faced a lot of, like, I hate to say oppression because, like, it, white no. people aren't oppressed. But, like. No, but I, I understand what you're saying. And it's. From that get side it of the from family. the opposite side too like as a black well, like essentially as an afro-latina woman i personally don't really date like black men mm-hmm. but i do usually date white or mexican men mm-hmm. and there's always this kind of like hmm yeah <laughs> you're like cool i guess and there's always like the over sexualization or the fetishization mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which we'll touch on on later episodes. But yes, I even saw it with my mom. My grandfather did not like black men, and both of his daughters, yeah, my married m- black. My grandpa was completely against Ronald. Like, was like no, because like it was solely because like it was just it was just because he was black and he was just racist and it was from his generation. And it's like he had to learn to like accept like this man is sticking around, like he's not going anywhere. And my grandpa was convinced that it was a phase, like convinced. And it was, <laughs> it was like, a phase. yes. And it was like, it's Jesus. not. She's in love. Like, it was. It took. It was a very long process of like telling my grandpa, like, you need to accept this. Like, and it really doesn't become acceptance until they have kids. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't uh, the on both sides of the family. They did not take their relationship seriously until Jordan was born. 
And even then, when Jordan came out extremely pasty and ginger, that side of the family doubted that it was even Ronald's kid. And she still faces that today. And it's like... (laughs) I'm sorry. That kid... Uh, like some happened but he looks black like you tell by his features yeah and i say like just look at the facial features he looks just like his dad he totally looks like his dad <laughs> but yeah no that's like such a thing and i mean it's getting lesser now but i always still have like it's one thing to be introduced to someone's family as a friend and then it's another and you kind of see it when you're like introduced as like their girlfriend or, oh like, yeah and Leah's just like, oh. And, like, I already, like, if I was a white girl, I would still stand out just based off of, like, the body modifications that I've done or, like, hair dye and stuff like that. But I think it just adds <laughs> to it. But, I mean, yeah, like, there's just so much. There's so much to unpack here. Most definitely. But, yeah. So, that's it for today's episode. <laughs> I just wanted to do, like, a little quick. A mini-sode. Mini-sode just oh, for the beginning cute. of season two, which is still a 20-minute episode. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of mini. Kind of mini. <laughs> kind of mini. Not 55 minutes, but oh it's my goodness. still up there. Mm-hmm. So, um, thanks for listening. I'm Katie. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at MXKatie. Uh, thank you for having me, Katie, uh, again for season two, welcoming me back. You can uh, follow me on both social medias, Twitter, Instagram at Simple Maddie. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for season two. And it's going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Shailene August and on Instagram at Raylene Shay. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>